Saturday, right now it's minus three. Hit the bunch here. Uh, damn. Okay, yeah. Uh-oh. I don't know. It's... <laughs> Why is it You're not... an idiot. Working. <laughs> oh, this is amazing. Uh, I don't know what I'm doing here. Really? You can't tell. The volume <laughs> on the whole radio station. Hit the red button. Hit the red button. I don't know which red There's button. There's lots of red buttons. There's like okay. one. Uh, you're there in the we go. Room. Hey. Hey. Cruise FM presents The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. Brought to you by Always Plumbing and Heating. Thinking about a new furnace? Get a free quote at alwaysplumbing.ca. You gotta come on. Boom, 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 boom. Come on! Bang, bang, bang. Here we go. A little reminder of uh, what we'll never do again. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, cause, so I was controlling the radio station from the basement, and then my internet crapped out, and so I lost the program, and I was like, Jimmy, you're going to have to like get us in and out of weather here. Well, I reset my internet. Didn't know which red button No clue. I love the fact, too, like... He's doing, he's running the board essentially, right? I mean, we don't need to get into the sort of the technical aspects of it, but Jimmy was in the room by himself. I'm away. Grant's got COVID issues. He's at home broadcasting live from, we did everything we could to keep the control of the radio station away from James P. White. He's still. And he's the last bastion of hope to keep us on the air. And he sounds like he drank 42 beers. The day before. Jimmy went on a bender last week. (laughs) I started drinking Wednesday and I ended Sunday. He had a bunch of he had a midget reunion from his basketball team or something. I'm in control of the radio station for the first time in ten years. What am I gonna do? I got an idea. Let's get shittered. (laughs) I wasn't drunk. I was trying to figure out. He drunk on the air. He he kept saying that. It's Press the red, the red button. button. I had our mics on. There's the white orbit. And then it still I even, doesn't take I away even, from the fact I even still, that you're the I even only still one in the, the room. If something was to go wrong, <laughs> you're the last chance to keep this bad boy on the air. I, and you come in drunk. <laughs> I wasn't drunk. <laughs> all, all the, like every day, too. If you haven't figured it out, show's back together again. <laughs> Room topic of the day. If you're ever trying to reach the show, 780-989-0957. We're going to do what famous person would you like to MC your wedding? <laughs> and maybe you've uh, you know already had a wedding. It doesn't mean you can't. Yeah, you get to you get a do over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who yeah. would you want to? Uh, who would you would have wanted at your wedding? A friend of mine was getting married on the weekend, and it's uh, <laughs> it, it was one of those situations where I, I think like, here's what I. No happened behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. I know there was a conversation about what do we do with with Locke, mm-hmm. right? He's coming to the wedding. Yeah. And, I mean, it's one of those friends where I'm very, very close to, but not close enough to be into the wedding party. No. Right? But we're family to this kid. Yeah. Okay? So he invites me to the wedding, and we go out for dinner. This was months ago. Um, well, because this it got postponed a couple. Anyway, d- d- long story. He says, "Do you want to MC the wedding?" Mm-hmm. And I went, 
absolute. I didn't want to be the guy that was like, this is not a good idea. <laughs> right? Yes. I didn't want to be that starting point with him. Yeah. And um, so I agreed to it. And then I think over the course of like a year and a half after mm-hmm. that decision was made, there was some regret. From him and his yeah. soon-to-be bride. So I kind of got half Kevin-hearted. <laughs> where I think when he lost the Oscars members, gig. Yeah, I think some family members stepped in and said, have you thought this through? <laughs> so they added my wife to the festivities. <laughs> uh, so it was a co-MC. Yes. yes. They put her so there. They put her yeah, there as for protection. And uh, I... I probably don't need to say this out loud. There was a copious amount of drinking through the course of the day on Saturday. Oh, weird. And um, it started early as well. Like I ended up drinking like by noon. We were we were getting into it. And then the reception happened. That was fine. And then we went to the dinner, and that was where I was supposed to be emceeing. It was very intimate. There was only, I, I think there was 25 people there mm-hmm. with, with the bride and the groom. And um, so at one point I thought, I'm going to get into the rye. Because oh, I was I've had done a, quite a few beers already. Yeah, and rye is blackout juice for long. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen so, you on rye. There were no conversations on Sunday <laughs> about the fact that I did anything wrong. Yeah, but I will say this: that um, that I'm pretty sure there was a couple of moments towards the end of the evening where mm-hmm. it was like. Should we let Locke back up there again? Because I was <laughs> Maybe taking just control. Turn his mic off. <laughs> <laughs> the problem with that is I actually don't need a mic. Right. Yes. Locker room topic of the day. We'll start to get the topic going, but we're doing what celebrity would you like to MC your wedding? Kind of presumptuous of me, considering we're tying into the fact that I. <laughs> MC the wedding. MC the wedding. And uh, trust me when I, I tell you, I was not a celebrity on Saturday. <laughs> uh, mine's Dave Chappelle. Oh, yeah. Why is that not? Birch. Here we go. I said, well, what's that box with them ducks? He said, oh, that there's bird shot. And then he goes just like this. I'm not exaggerating. He goes, that won't kill a man. <laughs> I think, oh my God. Dave Chappelle is like my favorite <laughs> my comedian. Yeah. I, I would say probably my favorite stand-up comedian. I just, I, I think it would be amazing to have him. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to think of like hosts. Yeah. So like Conan O'Brien was mine. He's one of the funniest people Shield. to me. This is Kim Shield. Am I saying your name correctly? Tim Shield. Jim Shield. Jim? Jim Shield. Jim Shield. Jim Shield. What? Chin Shield. Chin Shield. So. Chin Shield. Yep. That's okay. Sounds like the locker room. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think you'd be a good fit, right? <laughs> yeah. All right. Jimmy, what's yours? Because all my friends are tall people, so I'd need another midget with me, so I'd have Peter Little person. There we go. Little old Dinklage. Why, why Peter Dinklage, though? Because he's like one of the midgets you don't that really you hate. see eye to eye with him. He's sensitive. He's he's the woke. He's the woke little. Yeah, guy. he's the one who's mad that they're doing a seven new Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs right now because it's offensive to dwarfs. Legit, <laughs> he was like mad about that. Is okay, he really maybe upset? I have to take that the other back. one, the one with no neck. What's his name? War, Warwick. Warwick, Warwick Davis. Davis would be way better. He's got a sense of humor. He's but he's, funny, and he's a sh- but he's short. Like he goes to my shoulder. Yeah, but he's got a sense of humor. 
Yeah, he's funny. I think, yeah. and he would get a, he drinks. Yeah, like, look at Peter Dinklage. I mean, that all he does is work out. <laughs> oh. Yeah. We're changing yours. We're changing yours. <laughs> Warwick Davis. The locker room topic of the day. Someone famous. Who do you want to uh, uh, MC your wedding? Seven eight zero nine eight nine zero nine five seven. Scuba Steve texted in and said, "Snoop D O double G." Snoop. Snoop Dogg. Snoop a loop. Snoop would be good. Snoop would be good. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he'd be, he, the thing is, though, I think the one thing you got to sort of settle into if you do have Snoop do your wedding, it's like Trump showing up at that reception, right? Yeah. Like, he's got all his talking points. Snoop, God love him, and I think it's a fantastic idea, but he's going to be whoring some of his product. Well, it's, right? it's funny, too, that we're talking about him emceeing. I'm looking at a story. He's going to be DJing um, a celebrity wedding, so Oh my God! Make full well, double duty. Yeah, no, you get him to do the MC duties, and then you, and, and then, then you the DJs afterwards. Put him behind the mixer. <laughs> the locker room topic of the day. What celeb would you like to MC your wedding? If you're ever trying to get a hold of the show, we have uh, a number. It's a phone number. It's a text line. Seven eight zero nine eight nine zero nine five seven. Brad texted in Jimmy Fallon. Jimmy Fallon would be good. <sighs> the thing about Jimmy Fallon that would be good is he likes to party. <laughs> I've heard that. So he would be fun. There's a rumor there about about Jimmy. Yeah. The thing about Jimmy is, as much as I don't like his show and I don't find mm-hmm. him that, I mean, he's not a horrible. He's not my late favorite. Night. Yeah. No, he's not my favorite. I think he would be. Perfect mm-hmm. at emceeing a wedding. I bet you he does it a lot. He'd actually probably be the perfect wedding emcee. Yeah, yeah. So it's a over good the pick. top excited. Yes, and, yeah. yes. It just he brings like a level of energy to the room, right? And then Copper Top Ryan said, "Larry David." Are you really pushing my drink back? Encroachment. Encroachment. Yes, you're encroaching. Oh, I'm sorry. That's a penalty. <laughs> <sighs> Passage of penalty. You gotta like awkward. Well, right. That's that's Larry David, and that's Larry David's whole curb your enthusiasm is calling people out for things, and yeah. So there would be issues at your wedding. He'd have absolutely. Yeah. So if you're into like I celebrate awkwardness. Yeah. If you're into that, then he's the perfect wedding uh, MC for sure. <laughs> the locker room topic of the day. You get to pick a celebrity to MC your wedding. Who do you pick? Seven eight zero nine nine zero nine five seven. This one came back to back. Um, Quite a few times, actually, AK, Kyle, and Henrik all saying Craig Ferguson. It, it go weird, didn't it? It did. Yeah. <laughs> it was quite, I just thought it was going good. I, I mean, did, too. We were getting along. It was, I just ruined it all. No, you didn't ruin it. It just, it just kind of got a little weird. We'll get past it. I think the Jimmy Fallon conversation probably sparked Craig Ferguson. Yeah. Because uh, Craig is kind of one of those... He was the underdog in that whole late-night race, right? Mm-hmm. Because he did the late late show, he was up against like Seth Meyers and yeah, um, one other one there too. Who's it's Lauren Michaels? So Lauren Michaels, I think, has a lot of yank in in Hollywood, right? In that yeah. scene, I think he's got a lot of pull. So he got his guys in, and then Letterman kind of he pulled out of the like he he sort of backed out. Yeah, I'm trying to remember if he was. 
CBS, was, though, I think. I don't think he was NBC, so yeah, I don't think Lauren Michaels was. But those guys, when they leave, they have a say in who gets yeah. what seats, right? Like that jostling around there in the late night thing he, after he got, after Leno and Letterman kind of packed it in. He got $5 million because they didn't pick him to replace Letterman, though. So that's a pretty sweet deal. <laughs> I bet you Letterman made sure that that was in some sort of a like some sort of a package or whatever. Probably, yeah. I see. I like Ferguson, Craig Ferguson. Mm-hmm, me too. Yes, but I get why they did what they did. I always first like saw him in the Drew Carey show. He was Drew's boss in the Drew Carey show. Was he? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. His his late night show was. It was just really sort of off the cuff, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, he didn't have any human hosts or anything, like sidekicks. <laughs> no. He didn't have an Andy he Richter. Had he had a skeleton robot. robot. Yeah. <laughs> the locker room topic of the day. What celeb would you want to MC your wedding? 780-989-0957. Jason saying Ricky Gervais. Ricky Gervais. Okay, yeah. excellent. Hang on. This is the last time I'm hosting these awards, so... <laughs> I don't care anymore. Um, I'm joking. I never did. Um, How many times did he do it? I think three times he hosted the Golden Globes. So, yeah, you could. I I would love to have him MC a wedding, but he's going to offend everybody there. That's. I think that's part of it, right? Like, I think if you if you're the type of guy that would get Ricky Gervais, or Ricky Gervais is your friend Mm -hmm. and he's MCing your wedding, you already know what what you're in for. Yeah. And you have a little chat with grandma. Yeah. Right? Just so she knows <laughs> what the evening's so in store. So there's no surprises yeah. there because you know what you're going to get. Are you watching Afterlife? The I haven't started the last season yet. Yeah, no. I, I started a bit. Um, I was watching it just before well, Ozark dropped season four, so I've been hammering that yeah. when I had any time to watch anything this weekend, which was minimal. I was watching that. But Afterlife... Uh, here's what I will say about that show. You don't have to be a Ricky Gervais fan to um, to appreciate the afterlife, which is on Netflix. You said your wife doesn't like it, right? Well, and, and that was where I was going to go with it. Yeah. But I think it. you do need to understand... Like you don't have to be a fan of Ricky Gervais, but I yeah. think you under, have to understand where his comedy is coming mm-hmm. from. His comedy is pretty dark. Yeah. And if you don't get that, you might lose the concept of afterlife. I couldn't get Michaela into it. She's yeah. like, they all speak in monotone. It's not for me. It's funny, though. I love that show. Oh, my yeah. God. It's one of my favorite. Yeah. Like, it's one of the very few sitcoms I will watch. Yeah. Okay. And we, then uh, Blaine, one more. Blaine said Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler would have been amazing. <laughs> problem I have with these SNL guys is you you hear stories all the time about the dynamic between the actors on that show mm-hmm. and uh, like for instance I, I, I've heard mixed things about Adam Sandler um, because that there was that click and they all got along really really well mm-hmm. that sort of Adam Sandler Chris Farley group that came up through the 90s but there has been 
like that he was not the easiest guy to work for kind right. of conversations revolving around Adam Sandler. Like the Mike Myers stuff bothers me too. Yeah, he like, apparently wasn't fun to be around. Yeah. yeah. And I, so you kind of you have the respect for their comedy but then you hear about how they are mm-hmm. behind the scenes well, and it's they're a very competitive like Chase, it's like, a very competitive environment and they're constantly fighting to get their sketches on the show yeah. and so they kind of breed that competition and then I think that's where that where that might stem that from. comes from, yeah. But Chevy Chase after he left Saturday Night Live didn't do any like everyone everyone hates Chevy Chase that's worked with him. <laughs> The Locker Room Topic of the Day. We'll wrap up here. 780-989-0957. What celeb would you like to MC your wedding? Got a bunch here. Uh, Wayne Brady came in from Carol. Wayne, help me out here. He used to be uh, on Whose Line Is It Anyway? Yeah. He, oh, oh. And, and didn't, didn't he do like Family Feud? That improv feud? show. Yeah, didn't he do like Family Feud or something He like does that, that show. Um, let's make a deal. Oh, that's, yeah, that's what it was. Is. He, yeah. Didn't he do one that, that was like a lyrics one? Where you had to um, guess yeah, the lyrics? I think he did do. He's done a bunch of game shows. Yeah. But he was always, I mean, I remember most from Whose Line Is It Anyway. He was always really yeah, funny. On yeah, that. yeah. I think, you, I think you can make good money doing the Whose Line shows. Game, like the, well, the, and you pump like five of them in a day. Like you record five episodes yeah. in a day. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Alex Trebek was loaded. Yep. Yeah. Anyway. Um, Brad said Bill Burr. Nobody's feelings oh, would be safe. Oh my God, Bill, Bill Burr. Burr! That's a great pick. Uh, Redbeard said Mark, Mark Norman. Mark Norman. Okay. Um, Keanu Reeves came in. <laughs> uh, Christy said Donald Trump Jr. <laughs> so that all of her guests can be entertained. The redneck side of the family would be amazed at his uplifting speeches, and the smart people in her life could have something to laugh at. She said. You know what I, I find very interesting about Don Jr. And again, I don't want to make this political, but. You would think that at some point, somebody from that family would step in and get go. Hey, Don, stop sending out the 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 videos. The weird you videos clearly whacked on blow. Yeah, he's slurring all over the place, like, and, and you can just see there's like fifteen. Like, listen, I'm not a big cocaine head, but even <laughs> I know like, when you see those videos, it's it's like. You've been doing that all day. Like, have you slept in two days? Yeah. It's it's funny that no one stepped in and Somebody said... Somebody probably has. He's just not listening. Okay. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, we had... What's the problem? Jim Carrey came in. Jim Carrey would be good. Uh, Louis Black. Interesting choice. Louis Black, help me out. Um, once you see him, you recognize him immediately. Show me a picture. Okay, yeah, he's funny. Yeah, he is. He's he, really he's, he's a writer, but he's also a comedian, I think, too, right? Isn't he friends with Seinfeld or something? I think him and Seinfeld are around the same time they would have came up and yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah. Um, we had the cast of Letter Kenny from Kane. I would really be find that show that funny. I have trouble with that show. I get it, but yeah. again, it's. I think it's one of those things where if you if you spend your life surrounded by dumb. Like, right, we get a good dose of that just because of who we hang out with. <laughs> like, do I want to watch a show now? <laughs> do I need more of that? Like, that was my thing with the Trailer Park Boys. See the Trailer Park Boys. Why do I want to watch? Why do I want to watch that? I grew up with those people. <laughs> um, the Rock came in from Positive oh, yeah. Mike. Yeah, uh, Bert Kreischer came in. Oh, Bert's awesome. And then Bert uh, would be fun. A couple people saying Dennis Leary. Interesting choice. Dennis Crazy Corey and Rob the Dick saying Dennis, Dennis Leary. Leary. 
Who said Doc? Crazy Crazy Corey and Rob the Dick. Oh, okay. Well, that makes sense. You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. I was in Jasper on the weekend. I was emceeing a wedding. Really, really close friend of mine. And, of course, we went out a couple of days. Well, we went out on the Thursday. We were kind of helping. Like, my wife was was minorly involved behind the scenes with the wedding so Mm -hmm. we wanted to be out there for thursday the wedding was actually on the saturday we drove out thursday had a free day friday had a free day sunday and then we came back on monday and we did a couple of things. We actually didn't hit this didn't want it this time. No, you didn't go skiing at all. We would thought about it on Friday, but we were so exhausted. We were like, right. So we just crashed. That's what I would spend my all my time doing. Love skiing. Yeah, skiing's fun. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't. I don't regret the fact that we didn't go out because mm. we did lots of other things. We did ice skating and all sorts of stuff. But so we were in behind Jasper at Pyramid Lake. Okay, you know that resort that's. Just, just up the hill and around. Have yeah. you been out there? I have, yeah. Well, and they got married on that little pyramid island, right? Which okay. is just sort of this little thing on the lake. And uh, I can try to remember. It was a Sunday. So it was just before my birthday. Because my birthday was yesterday. And I was, yeah. I was saying to you guys yesterday that I kind of bet, I almost did a Betty White. So we went snowshoeing. We bought these Costco snowshoes. The wife and I were like, well, we better go use them. And we'll go walk down on the lake. Now, in Jasper the last week or so, it's been mild like it has been here in Edmonton. So it's been around zero. And the ice, it's January. The ice is still, I I think, pretty decent. But they've stopped doing the sleigh rides with the horses on the ice because... Just because of how warm it's been? Yeah. And and we were aware of that. But when we went down, we put our shoes on. There was people skiing, like cross-country skiing. Us, so we're like, mm-hmm. okay, well, we'll just we'll stay close to the shore. There was a couple of spots where you could see that the uh, the the water was coming through on top, right? Yeah. But it was still pretty thick. Lots of people still skating on that. There's a skating rink out front of Pyramid Lake Resort. Anyway, we start walking, and there was one sort of point where if we cut across the middle of the lake. We would get to the gazebo on this Pyramid Lake Island, mm-hmm. okay, where they got married. And I said to the wife, I said, I don't feel comfortable walking on this ice. Let's stay close to shore. If I'm going to fall in, I want to be three feet instead yeah. of 16 feet. So we were fairly close to the shore. And then she talks me into walking across <laughs> to the gazebo. And I'm like, okay. So she sends her 246-foot-four husband out in front of her. And I remember at one point I took a look down and I saw that animal trails had sort of reached like this one point on the in the snow and then stopped. <laughs> and I'm thinking, if they're smart enough to turn around, there's probably a reason why the wolf who lives out here full time decided to go this far to, out and then turn around and then turn around. But that didn't stop me. No. So I kept walking. I get about 25, 30 feet away from those tracks. And my wife was, I'd say, 10, 15 feet behind me. And I hear a crack. And I felt the ice go Mm -hmm. down about two inches. And we're quite out there now. (laughs) I turn around and I'm like, we're going back to shore. Turn around. And this, my wife still thinks I'm exaggerating. Yeah. I'm like, no. Oh, yeah. She wouldn't believe you. No, there's no way. Why would I make that up? 
Yeah. Anyway, then we went for a hike on the way home yesterday. We got up, had breakfast, went to uh, George's, and we go okay. for a hike, Old Fort Point. Okay. I don't know. It, it's a common hike. It's close to, like, if you're downtown, it's just, it's just, just across. Just right there? Yeah, it's just across the, the highway and just up on a little bit of a ridge. So we did the, the one, it's like a 3K hike. Took us an hour and a half, two hours, something like that. And we were coming back down just before the steps. Anybody who's been to Jasper has done this hike. I, I mean, there's probably quite a few people listening that have done it. it. It's on a face, right? And it snowed the night before, so there was about an inch of snow. And we're walking down, and I remember I said to everybody, I said, we got to really take it easy here because this is not, like, this is pretty, pretty slippery. We've got, like, gate, like, the boots on, and I've got the cleats on the bottom of the boots. And my daughter sat down and as soon as she sat down Start she sliding. goes flying I'm about 10 or 15 feet in front of her she went into a bunch of bushes that stopped her right? <laughs> wow but my daughter is 100 plus pounds lighter than me yeah okay so I of course start to reshift my feet because I'm thinking I'm gonna go down backwards mm-hmm. right because this this is getting and so I bent down and as soon as I'm turning around I lost my foot. Oh, you were gone. But I am now I'm not I'm not going into the woods. I'm going sheer off the cliff. <laughs> and I start sliding and I'm starting picking up speed and I can see my life flash in front of my eyes. There's a tree, one tree by itself on this cliff. Yeah. Or I would have been I would have been at the bottom of that hill. <laughs> And I managed to grab to the tree, and then they came and got me. (laughs) Twice I almost died to Jasper. Did they laugh at you? Of course they all laughed at me. (laughs) How was the Athabee? The Athabee, we didn't go to the (laughs) Athabee. This is the Grant Report with Grant Johnson. This is potentially scary news if you're the type of person that gets a lot of their lunches from a gas station. Um, Highguard, the makers of gas station burgers, donairs, and subs, has issued a recall on their product because of a possible listeria contamination. Listen, no, no offense to Highguard, you make a quality product, but... If you are the type of person that makes a habit out of grabbing a donair from a gas station fridge, cracking the plastic, and then popping it in the microwave, are you really concerned about listeria? Like our very own James Peter White, for example. He has spent his entire adulthood eating expired bologna and homemade Sunny D. And he will never, ever get food poisoning. He has iron guts. Ever. He can leave soup on the counter for three weeks, heat it up with his hot plate, eat it, and just be completely fine. It's a miracle. To be honest, after working with Jimmy for five years, I'm starting to think a steady diet of high guard subs might be the cure for a lot of problems. You just have to toughen up your stomach, okay? The Grant Report is brought to you by BOGO Tuesday at Edmonton Glory Hole Tours. Edmonton Glory Hole Tours supports the Freedom Convoy. So today only, buy one tour and you'll get one tour to gift to a trucker. Book at Edmonton or Tabor, gloryholetours.com. The Locker Room on 95.7 Cruise FM. All right, what the hell is Wordle? So Wordle is the big thing everyone's doing right now. It's a game. This guy started it um, because his wife was bored during the pandemic okay so he created this game online it's a daily word game so i can show you there's like a 
thing here. Yeah. So you punch kind, a punch. Kind of like a crossword puzzle kind of thing? Yeah, not really. Um, you punch a word in. <laughs> Jimmy, stay out of this place. So it's a five-letter word. <laughs> just going to make it worse. <laughs> so let's do water. Why did you start with water? I just chose a random word. So you hit water. See, yellow, uh, A was yellow. So that means that the, the word that we're trying to find, there's an A in it, but not in that position. It's not the second letter. The R is green. That means that's in the right spot. So the it whatever word we have oh. ends in an R, and there's an A in there somewhere. And then you get um, five, what is it, three, four, five chances to get the word. So six chances, okay. sorry. And does the next line match up with... So then we could do, like, another word. No, hold on, hold on. Does the next line match to the top line, or is it another word completely whole it's all, new game? It's one word you're looking for. So you're okay, trying so to what's, out, what's yellow again? So yellow means there is an A in the word, but it's not in the spot where we put it. Okay. So it might start with an A, might be the third letter, whereas the R is green. That means, okay, whatever word we're looking for ends in so, an R. So like with water there, you could guess stare. Which uh, which means yeah. you have the air, uh, the the R at the back, but end. there was no T. Hold on, why are you oh, going no down T. to the next line? Because you go to the next line, you get this many chances. This to is your last chance word. to get the one word. Oh, oh, so yeah. you're not getting five different words. You're getting one word you're looking for. Ah, okay. We'll put stare in there then. No, no there's, no, there's no there's no there's no T. See, T in water was gray, so that means there's no T in those. So there's words. an A and an R. Yeah, A and an R, and the R is the last word. Oh Jesus, I am so bad at this. <laughs> I know. I've I, I've only done it like do twice. S- do scare. Right. Scare might work. Oh wait, no. So scare doesn't. No, because the R is not in the end. It has to end with R. Yeah, we could see if there's any other letters though. So it starts with an S. S and an R. And the R and S A and then the R is at the end. Okay, so put an S. Okay. Yeah, and the S starts with put, put the R at the end. I tried to do like a dirty word version I of this and know. I didn't know anything about wow. I don't think I can skip right to the end with but Oh, you have to put the words in or are the letters yeah. in order. Yeah. So it does start with an S. Yeah, it starts with an S. And ends with an R. And ends with an R. It's not stupid. And there's an <laughs> and there's an A in it. <laughs> I don't even know what word it could be now. There's a lot of pressure doing this live on the radio. I hate these things. I'm I'm out. <laughs> I just I wanted to somebody to explain it and I know you well, had been... you see people every day on like Twitter posting yeah. their scores like because you want to try to get it. Can I do it on my phone? Is it so. an app or is it or is it an online? No, thing? it's just an online. It's powerlanguage.co.uk slash wordle. It was literally some dude just made it for his wife to keep her entertained, and now it's taken off. It's kind of smart, right? Yeah, yeah. And it's always five letters. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Wordle explanation <laughs> on the old locker room. You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. This is an interesting story. So the one question I ended up dealing with on the weekend with um, a friend of mine, he was asking me whether or not Neil Young could even do this. And I said, well, it depends on the artist's ownership yeah. of their music and what levels of ownership. So if if he's if he owns the publishing and the mechanical rights and the and the copyrights of all of his songs, he totally can do this. Because I think 
like Taylor Swift did this, didn't she? Something similar to she this. She pulled all her music at one point. So basically what happened was Neil Young wrote a letter to Spotify and said, it's either me or Joe Rogan, right? Yeah. You have Joe Rogan on your platform, and I don't agree with what he's been saying, so if you're going to keep him... Uh, on there, then uh, pull my music. Take my music off of Spotify. He said, yeah, you either get Rogan or you get Young. So this is part of the the backlash from musicians on Spotify too, though, because mm-hmm. they kind of know they need it, but at the same time, they're not making very much money from it, and that company is like massive. Yeah. Like, they get, they get a penance for what they create, that's made Spotify so huge. The artists get nothing from Spotify. Th- th- yeah, they're getting ripped off. And I think Spotify is worth it is thirty-seven the billion dollars. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's all the labels and the labels agreements are, and yeah, yeah. Anyway, it'll be interesting to see how it all plays out. I have a thought on this now. Regardless of where you stand, so Neil Young is mad at, at Joe Rogan for misinformation, what he claims is misinformation around the vaccine. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the thing that bothers me about this is regardless of what your viewpoint is on this whole COVID vaccine mask yeah. bullshit that we've been living with for almost two years now, at some point we're going to have to find a way back. Yeah. Right? And every one of us, every one of us in this room, every one of us listening has a friend or a family member that might have a very opposing opinion of you of Mm -hmm. what we're going through right now. And at some point, there's going to be a discussion. I heard they're looking at it in the UK where they're just going to lift all restrictions and things are going to get back to I some think, sense I of think normalcy. They announced it in the UK that I mean we we did it in the summer. <laughs> Best <laughs> summer tried. ever. Best <laughs> summer ever. <laughs> so we're going to have to find it we're going to have to find some common ground and I find it a little bit ironic that Neil Young based on what I know about Neil Young and what he stands for and the music that he wrote that he is against somebody having an opinion. Yeah, that's true. Like that's kind of like I've also whether like, you agree with Neil Young or not. I'm like, who? I don't think you're going to win this one against Spotify, Neil Young. Like, who is making them more money right now, Joe Rogan or Neil Young? Joe Rogan, for sure. Yeah, right. More people are going to Spotify. He gets like a mil- eleven million listens an episode or something like that. He's still doing okay. His numbers yeah. are way down from what they used to be. But he's still dra- he's dragging people to that platform. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing the signups, right? Yeah. When Joe moved over to be exclusive sure on Spotify, I'm, I'm positive that it went up. When they announced that Neil Young's music was on Spotify, I'm guessing they didn't have a real blip <laughs> in the. And right, you don't think so. I'm not trying to say like I, I'm not a huge Neil Young fan, but I'm not I'm not trying to take anything away from what Neil Young brings to the table. It's just. I know what you're saying. Something to think about, yeah. right? Food for thought this morning. At some point, I'm going to have to let Weird Jason over the house. <laughs> well, you might need your roof fixed again. <laughs> On Canada right? Day, when nobody else wants to help you. <laughs> yes, good point. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a very special panel this morning with the Locker Room TV discussion. Um, in the bottom, we've got massive damage from Monster Pro Wrestling, and then we've got Javier... Salvar, Sal, Salivar. Jesus, I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, we got Salazar. 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 Okay, all right. Javier, we're just going to use your first name. Um, from kids, 
up front. Okay. First off, I want to, um, we're, we're going to let massive damage get into a discussion about the, the wrestling and how you guys are connected here in a minute, but can you give us a breakdown on kids up front? Yeah, of course. Uh, so Kids Up Front is a not-for-profit um, here in Edmonton. We have offices in six cities in the country. Uh, so we're the Edmonton office, and we're an organization that uh, provides kids with access to fun, enriching experiences. So basically, we want kids to be kids, to be able to enjoy their childhood, and to be able to, uh, that helps them develop bonds with friends and family, become more creative, or maybe aspire to be somebody like, uh, like Sean, right? So um, in general, the intention is that Kids need to be able to forget about the troubles of the day. We partner with about 200 organizations in town uh, that serve kids with health or mental health problems or, um, I don't know, financial problems or domestic violence, whatever you you think of as a barrier. Um, All those organizations that we partner with, uh, that's how we connect with those kids. And so taking them out of that environment and putting them in a setting like, like wrestling and letting them have fun and everything, it's super valuable for them. Now, Massive Damage, you guys are doing something with kids up front here. Uh, do you want to tell us a little bit about that? I would love to. Um, of course, uh, the Kids Up Front program, uh, they mostly they uh, provide tickets for events, right? So we have events every month, and we have now for 20 years. This is our 20th year in uh, the wrestling business in Edmonton, which I think is pretty phenomenal just in itself, uh, especially with COVID and everything. Um, but what we're doing is we're getting some sponsors on board that are uh, helping us say, uh, say if they buy 10 tickets for the kids, then Monster Pro matches. So whatever is donated for the kids for tickets, uh, Monster Pro matches. So like this month, I think we have 50 tickets sponsored. So that's 100 kids that are going to get to come to an event. And like Javier said, it's like, man, we got to help these kids a little bit. They're used to going to school and having social outings and all this. And like, I couldn't imagine growing up today and and not being able to go to school and have recess, you know, or something like that. The other thing we're doing is we're doing a mentorship program. We're going to be hosting some of the kids and hopefully even maybe going to some of these places and and dropping the tickets off ourselves. And again, we just want to, you know, the kids get to see us in the ring, but then they get to see us outside of the ring because the person in the ring and the person out of the ring is much, much different. And you know me, I'm a, I'm a huge kid. I, I love to see these kids smiling and yelling and they make such a big uh, difference at our shows because they get right into it, which, you know, yeah. then everybody else does. So yeah, that's kind absolutely. of, that's in a nutshell, our, our program right now, but nice. like, we could go anywhere with it. Yeah. Yeah. And what's the event coming up then? It's uh, the event coming up is called seek and destroy. Uh, we got some tickets here. We got lots of kids up front, uh, tickets, monster pro wrestling on Facebook. Uh, you can get tickets. You can donate some more tickets if you'd like, and we will match that. And, you know, like today we, I love to see a full house. Lock, you've been to lots of our shows. We used to get two, 300 now new day, new day. We're having, you know, we're struggling. People don't know we're going. So monster pro wrestling still alive. We still train people and we still provide very entertaining monthly events. And you do those shows at the Alberta Avenue community hall, correct? That's where most of the shows are for 17 years. The first Saturday of every month, that's our shows. So, and rumor has it, we're going to be adding someone to our rosters. So I'll let you guys kind of, you can play with that as much as you want because you're on you're on the the yeah. DL for that. Yeah, yeah. Have yeah. You, um, we, we, we talked about the program, but we should talk a little bit about the 
um, the impact that COVID and what we've been going through for the last year and a half oh, has yeah. probably had on on uh, on the on the kids that would be in your program that would be helped by uh, kids up front. Well, it's huge. Like, uh, just put it this way: like any of us that were used to, I don't know, even go to the bar, or go to the movies, or concerts, or any kind of entertainment, uh, we've all felt that impact of COVID, right? So, uh, not being able to do all that has created uh, things like divorce rates are off the roof, anxiety and depression rates are off the roof, uh, suicide rates are off the roof, and so that's a lot because we haven't been able to cope with the stress and, and anxiety of these days. And so, if any of us as adults have been able to feel that impact. Now imagine the kids that we serve who already have, again, uh, all sort of other type of barriers and yes. that now say, I don't know, if, if there was already domestic violence at home and now dad is about to lose their, uh, his job, that, that barrier has exponentially grown, right? And so the kids already dealing yeah. with all that situation at COVID on top is just uh, a mess everywhere. How can we learn more about uh, kid, kids up front? Is there a web? Should we send somebody? And, and, and what's the best way to help? What, what are you looking for from somebody just casually, um, you know, seeing this on Facebook or, or YouTube or, or whatever? Well, there's a ton of ways to help. Um, the best way to connect with us and to learn about it uh, would be uh, going to our website, kidsupfrontedmonton.com. Uh, you'll be able to see there on the menu, on the main menu, uh, a button that says get involved. And it'll give you multiple ways in which you can connect. You can volunteer, you can donate, you can donate tickets like uh, uh, Sean was saying. Uh, so there's a lot of different ways in which you can help. Um, I guess the, the main message for me would be uh, just try to spread joy. We need that a lot. We need that yeah. more than ever, right? Yeah. I think we're a little bit hyper-focused on the negativity right now, right? As, as opposed to... Yeah, no, that's that's what worth saying. Um, Massive, where do we send people if they want to learn more about Monster Pro Wrestling? Monster Pro Wrestling on Facebook, Massive Damage on Facebook. Uh, you know, we're we're out there. You, not hard to get a hold of us. Uh, the first Saturday of every month, we have shows. Uh, we still train people. If anybody's interested in looking into becoming a wrestler, we're, we've been training people twenty years. Yeah. So, uh, and the kids up front program, again, it's just such a, we've been doing, uh, we've been working with them for years as well, but this, like this time around, I think it's way more important and we're getting way bigger response. Like we used to maybe get 20, 30 kids. We're getting up to 50, probably a hundred this next show. So that to me, wow. that just, that tells you where we're at really. Cool. Very cool. Well, uh, thank you both for your time today. Um, massive. We'll chat with you probably a little bit closer to the, to your next event. Okay. And, You're and, rock lock. So thank you guys so much. I appreciate this so much and Javier as well. Thank you. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you. Thanks everybody. Uh, listen, and, and good luck uh, with, Thanks, uh, with brother. the, with the events coming up. All right. Take care guys. You got a lock. Thank take you. care guys. You've been listening to the locker room podcast. Somewhere a village is missing an idiot. Or three. Brought to you by Always Plumbing and Heating. Catch the show live weekday mornings on 95.7 Cruise FM.